I said, don't poke me. In fact, if you had any idea of what you Pedro Serrano, the original voodoo man from Mars, dropped out of baseball to find whatever the hell it was he lost. Nobody ever said he was stupid. Yeah, well, I'll say it. He's stupid. He's stupid, stupid. He's so stupid. Welcome to the good, the bad, and the sequel. This is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels. And we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor or someone involved that made the film worth watching. And the second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. Really hope you enjoyed last week's interview with Steadicam Operator. It was his first ever Steadicam job on a major motion picture. Charles Papper. And then he went on to be a cinematographer on shows like Scrubs, NBC's Keenan, and of course, Key and Peel. Man, I... I'm so excited to talk about this movie because baseball started right now. The Yankees and Red Sox are playing on Sunday night baseball. And uh, I'm here with my, what's a baseball term? My co-manager. I guess my shortstop, maybe. I don't know. He's my partner in this sequel watching adventure. Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how you doing? Uh, I feel like I struck out watching this movie. What? I hated it. I what? A- I absolutely hated this movie. Not not only did I not like the movie, I think we have a new front runner for the most annoying character ever. Oh, don't even say it. Oh, I'm oh gonna don't s- say it yet. I'm really? not going to say it. I- he was so annoying, so <sighs> over the top. I can't I it, I was yeah, no, I, I wasn't a fan. I really it wasn't a good movie. I mean, again, I, I, um, we'll get into it. I, and I get, I understand what they were trying to do. Just there's so many things that didn't make sense with the movie and what they tried to well, do. Well, no, 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 no. A lot did not make sense. And we'll talk about all of that. But here's all I'm going to say. And then I, my job, because you're letting me know right off the bat, I'm like <laughs> the attorney. Or I guess I'm the defendant of this movie. And I, I all I'm going to say is I love Ugh. any kind of comedy sport wise. Like baseball movies like this, I, it it's a shame that they don't have that movie for like the next for the the now generation, like a major league or major league two, because those are such like touchstone movies. They don't even attempt them anymore. No, and I agree. I do enjoy those type of movies. However, I just, I honestly, I don't think I laughed at any of the jokes. Like I don't. Ah. Ah, yeah. And again, I really thought he was so ridiculous as a character for the role he had um i just i hated him i i i thought he was so annoying and he's definitely in my top three now for the most annoying characters wow okay so move, watch out alan and watch out uh what's the guy's name the what's it was alan and uh, uh ryan brian ryan ryan <laughs> ryan and brian <laughs> so now we'll get into this movie first i, I got a shout out there's so many great listeners that we have this one guy i feel like he's been following us way back since i'm telling you man i really think it was either rambo or even before that escape plan three his name his handle on twitter is at president monkey vado this guy (laughs) is so great because not only does he like listen he like tells us different parts of the episode he likes so that means a lot so that's so cool and also i have to plug future interview great guest patrick laberto his online acting school you, if you want to take some acting lessons and you're not in Hollywood, don't worry. I'll put the link in the episode notes. It's workingactorschool.com. 
He's going to be a great Sharknado sequel, finally, oh, when it oh, starts man. to get a little bit warmer out in the Northeast. So that'll be fun. But uh, let's play ball. Let's talk uh, Major League 3. Let me try to convince you that this is a better movie than you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I'll tell you right. There's, there's, it's a, it, I'm going to say it's impossible. I mean, there have been some movies that you try to convince me, and I'm like, all right, you know, I'd fine. I think this is going to be tough. This is going to be a tough one. I'm, gonna, okay. I'm up well, for the challenge. I'll be open-minded. Um, but uh, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be tough. All right. Well, well, I'm I'm down for it. I'm down for it. So it was pretty cool. Like, and I think I told you this. Uh, Morgan Creek P- Pictures that did this. They did like Ace Ventura. They did a bunch of movies during the span, and then they liked our Ace Ventura tweet on Twitter. Ace Ventura two. We covered that a few years ago, like recently. And I'm like, oh my god, this is so cool. Verified account. They had like 2,500 followers, and I'm like, wow. No, like you, a, you, a movie studio that put out so many awesome movies. Morgan Creek sounds like it should be like a thriller, kind of like they, I feel like they would write thriller movies. You know, not Ace Ventura <laughs> and Major League Three. You know, like yeah. so. But no, it's it, it definitely cool. And you know, this movie is basically Bad News Bears adult version. It is, and we'll get into well pretty soon. We'll get into the whole like what makes zero sense about this movie and how it could have made more sense. But then we open up with a uh, Scott Bakula, a guy. I think I, I think he's such a great, not a great a- actor. I think he's great in all the roles that he does, but just like such a likable guy. Uh, you know, it's funny. That's the one thing I did write down. He does come across like a very likable guy. He, you know, I loved him in Necessary Roughness. What he played, hell yeah, a very similar role. You know, football compared to baseball, and yeah, he plays that like humble guy that just wants to play and help people like yeah he always like everybody's dad he like he's like comes across like everybody's dad and i think i like in this role i believe him as like his character a washed up pitcher we open up the movie with him and he's getting shelled by minor league players in some little dingy park somewhere and he goes into the dugout to grab a special ball did they really have those? Did they really have those in minor leagues? So, like, is there like one that they take out of the oven too, and they throw that down there too? Because this was a frozen ball. Well, is that the heater? <laughs> I, I, I guess. I mean, this ball was had had frozen steam coming off it, frost coming off it. Like, you know, like it was like it was so absurd, <laughs> it's so ridiculous. <laughs> I wonder if that I don't know if that was one of the things that used to happen way back in the day. I doubt they had obviously like the spitballs. They had like the nail files of the baseballs. Well, did it? What what was the guy in Major League? He had the grease ball, right? Didn't he have Vaseline under his hat? (laughs) What you mean the guy that looked always looks fifty? Like even now, (laughs) and he he was their starting pitcher. He he was (laughs) wait, not even this. It was him and Shoop. Remember the guy Shoop. The relief pitcher that was it. Those two well, guys. Well, I got news to you. I mean, based on this team, there's, there's really only one player per position. So I mean, what's... well, no, we have two pitchers. We have we'll get into Hog. Yeah, our... The <laughs> whole the final game to me made it makes zero sense. Oh. Okay, the, the, the concept <laughs> of the movie makes zero sense because this would uh, never happen. No, no, no. I know it never happened. But it's like uh, it's like what they do in English Premier League in soccer. Like if you're in the bottom four, you have to play like the lower league. Man, if no team would ever try this, just like no team would play like the worst football team wouldn't play the best college football team just for that chance of losing or looking bad or the chance of getting hurt. 
Like, I mean, like it was, it would no way it basically, you know, he said that they had so many money stars on his team. They don't even want to play in a regular game. They're going to waste their time playing in a minor league game. And wait, 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 wait. you say money stars. I only know one guy's name, Carlos Liston. <laughs> the only guy makes no sense that they didn't talk about anyone else. Yeah, no, no, I know. Everybody and I think does. that in the other movies are the same thing, I think, because you had Parkman in the f- second one when he went to the other team. You really only heard his name in the first movie. It was the guy from the Yankees with the yep. big uh, yeah. chaw. Yeah. So I guess they do do that. But it was so weird that it was just one guy yeah. that we saw on the other team. Well, I, I'm assuming the budget was so much less in this one because, I mean, there was a lot of CGI also in this movie with Tanaka. I guess there was a play with Tanaka. I don't um, remember. Oh, my yes. goodness. So, I mean, uh, you know, and and I wonder if would stands really be crowded to see a minor league play the big leagues at a at a, yeah. at a you'd pay money to go to Yankee Stadium to watch. I, it was packed. Yeah. No, I don't no, so. it was. Yeah, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. All right. <laughs> we're, we're far into the movie. <laughs> so if you had a local minor league team where you lived. And they were the Mets affiliate, and they were playing the Mets. You'd be like, "Hey, let me go check out these guys that I watch all the time." Yeah, yeah but but I'm not going to go to drive, go to City Field to watch the Mets play their minor league team. That's that. It, it was packed. There's no way I would do that. I don't think anyone it was would like do ten dollar tickets. You go there and sit really close. Come on, they wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do it. So all right, forget it. <laughs> I you know I I did like the credits. The fact that it really like it went right into a baseball game. Like it's like it started yeah. right away. So that was like, you know, they didn't have to go through the nonsense of seeing credits or something stupid. Like it was right to the game, right, right to the source. Good old Gus Cantrell. And he gets thrown out of the game. And I love that. He's like trying to like talk to the umpire. Come on, man. I only got two more outs and then I'll be done. Like really that would work. Okay. Keep cheating. That's fine. We're going to get out of here right after that. Nope. He gets tossed. And then we is, cut to the crowd. Is minor league that like, Little leagueish, because they they really make the minor league look very little leagueish. Like I mean, like okay, so Dorton's got a tons of money. He owns the the Twins, but his minor leagues dugouts and everything are like shambles. Like, is that really how it is? Like, right? I mean, would you would wouldn't you think that they would? It would. I don't know. No, you're right. No, they look dumpy. Like and they it, are. They are. But I've like never been some to a of the minor ones league. in the middle of the country. Oh, really? Yeah. So some aren't as nice in the middle. Like, so I don't know where he was pitching. I'm guessing he was probably single A or double A, which is usually the less money. And then we'll get into that in a little bit, like the different levels, because I don't think this movie understood. No, because even even different- when they when he coached, it was such a crappy like who'd want to play yeah like i like i wonder if it's really like i mean again i don't know i'm being serious like i don't know how like because i would think if the if the if the yankees have money wouldn't their literally minor leagues also have like a decent no yeah some teams but then other ones up until last year these guys in actually major leagues they weren't getting uh stipends for rent and stuff so they were like losing money sharing rooms renting like right right Right. Now that Major League made it so they have to buy housing for him, which is pretty cool. That is very cool, cool thing for any of you baseball fans out there. Like, hey, what about minor leagues? We're here to tell you they have houses now. Pretty cool. So, yeah, Jensen Daggett is like, she's in this movie. 
of all the people from Jason Takes Manhattan that I thought I would see, it's funny when we covered that movie, this Major League Three is like a touchstone for me because I had it on VHS tape. It was another one of those that I watched a lot. So I don't know why in my life I never put two and two together that she was the same person, but she's in this movie. And then you mentioned Roger Dorn shows up. Like, what's he doing? And why is he on the twins? Okay. And not so, the Indians. Yeah. So see, this is this is part of why I hated this movie. So, you know, they have three really a four, but three characters from all the other movies they're trying to bring back. It's 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 I feel like it falls into the police academy. Um you know, problem where, you know, you have your main characters and by well, the time only, only the seven movies, the problem police academies are pretty great until seven. They are. But again, when you're trying to run the movie with Tackleberry and Hightower, it just, it, again, it gets really silly. That's ba- I mean, the fact that they bring back Tanaka and Joe Bull or whatever, what's his name? Uh, Serrano. They bring them back. And like it was just like a clowny. It was like almost it was so over the top. Like it really wasn't necessary to bring that back. It was just for nostalgia purposes. But to me, I feel like it kind of ruined it. Like I don't know. Ah, well, here we'll talk about it in a second. So the reason that Dorn is there is because Gus says he's done, and Dorn goes, "All right, I want you to coach this minor league team, our Triple A team." Which, wait, man, I don't know. That's pretty cool. Like, why not? And he says. These triple these triple A guys are a bunch of schlubs. Okay. So in my head, I'm like, that's not how that works. I can understand this was like a single A, which usually like guys that are like older that you think might happen, like rare shot of them ever making it to the show, or an independent league. Like, then this would make more sense of a movie. But no, schlubs aren't in triple A. Well, you're you're telling me a, a catcher in triple A as in Brew Baker, who can't throw at a first base, is still catching? Who couldn't do it in the major leagues, can't do it in the, in the triple, a triple A, but he's, he's still their number one catcher. And apparently, their right. only catcher. He is their only catcher. And then he even says, Scott Bakula, when he sees him for the first time, he goes, hey, Rube, you still having that trouble throwing back to the pitcher? He goes, yeah, first, second, and third. So, yeah, he has this issue. But... If you have a triple A team, you don't pick up a Pedro Serrano who at this point, this is eight years after the first one, he's probably like almost 36, 37. You don't throw those guys in triple A or pick up Tanaka from his uh mini golf, golf stand. <laughs> and they go right into the game. Like there there was like right. they, they they replaced those car- like those players within seconds. Like the sort of yeah. the players that were on that team that you know were still good enough to go there, these guys that haven't played in 10 years. Go right in there. Took Ridiculous. their job. The fan base would be pissed. Like if the Yankees were like, oh, we just signed Jason Giambi to be the first baseman <laughs> on the triple A team. I'd be like, what the fuck? Why are we doing this? This makes no sense. I love Giambi, but he's not going to play on the show anymore. Well, well, being a Mets fan, I feel like the Mets have done this so many times in the major league level, you know, we'll get Pedro when he's got three years left of his career. We'll get Mo Vaughn when he's got, you know, like we, we always got the guys that were at the end of their career, but not anymore. Sounds like the Knicks. Oh, yeah. Well, that, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> the Knicks. So then Dorn convinces him to go watch his kid in order to convince him downtown Anderson, Walton Goggins It's like second or third movie. Cause we covered his one of his first in the next Karate Kid, and wow, dude! Wait, this kid—he looks like he's like thirty-five years old. 
<laughs> I mean, he's he always looked old because he wait, wait. looked. He was a high school kid in the next Karate Kid. Yeah, he. I mean, he looks weird. I mean, he's always a weird looking guy. He's awesome actor. I mean, he's, he's he always plays that bad guy and like you know like and it's funny like he started off as that and like you know you kind of like end up liking him at the end of the movie like he's just he oh, changed yeah. he changed so much I mean so uh, no he was you know he was uh, he was a good character in there I mean uh, but even I was going back to Dorn. I, I feel like he's played a different character in all three movies. Like, you know, he was that cocky guy in the first movie, you know, mm-hmm. the second one. I don't remember as much, even though we covered it. And I, he, he was actually likable in this movie. Like he's never been likable in any of his movies. Like he's always he that- was likable in the second one, but he turned into a wuss. Cause he like came out of retirement. Oh, that's right. Cause he okay, was an yeah. owner in the second one. Okay. A part owner. And then he came back out of retirement that's and then right. he gets hit with the pitch and he goes, yeah, 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 ah. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So he was, we'll see, but this one, like he was a likable guy. Like he really wasn't arrogant. He was just trying to do the best for the team. So I actually liked this character. It wasn't, you know, and I could for, again, for bringing a character back, I'm okay with that because he wasn't playing, you know, I could see a, pl- I could be a player being an owner. So that was fine. Yeah. And he made sense for me in the sense of like the way his character was. But what was weird was he seemed like he didn't like being the owner of the twins. He cared more about like what Gus was doing with the AAA team, which again, it makes sense because it's your feeder because you want, but he was like down there a lot. Like, I don't know an owner that is really flying down to the AAA. I don't think Hal Steinbrenner is taking a flight down or taking a ride to Somerset to see his fear. I'm not well, saying the, I mean, guys don't do that. Weren't they a joke though of the major leagues? Like, the way they were playing, like they weren't that good, right? They were really bad. The, and the, that's the tw- what I was thinking. That's why the movie changed. So that's what I was thinking. I don't. I didn't. I should have looked it up. But the reason that the Indians weren't the team in this one, because at this point in the career, Indians they, were in the World Series, right? Uh, in '95. So that was probably maybe they were like, yeah, you know what? Yeah. We're gonna we needed the money during the first two because we weren't that good right but now we're better now we don't need it and the twins are like oh we're after the paul molitor and kirby pocket errors we suck so you know what we'll do it and that's what that's what i feel like it was so i think that's what it was i didn't re- you know it, it took me I, I didn't realize the relationship between gus and vaughn not vaughn um adorn uh, dorn like I, I didn't like i thought they were brothers at first because the way like they, they interact at the bar and then also they hugged i'm like oh this must be his brother like I, I didn't know I didn't I, because there was there was a lot of, like I don't know I just didn't I didn't know their relationship I didn't well but that's what kind of made no sense because they made it seem like obviously Dorn was in baseball for a while it seemed like he was always on the, on the Indians but it was like oh well, good old Gus Cantrell it's like I don't know if Dorn would know this guy that never made it to the show like and and, and Gus obviously was you know he, he was good for the the uh, the minor leagues but pop. Uh, Pop, Poppy, or uh, Daddy, or Pops? Pops. Okay, Pops. so Pops was in the minor leagues Daddy? his entire career, and they didn't know each other. Well, they probably don't. You you only play like regionally for for the career they're playing. Like you don't you to tell me they didn't cross paths. Yeah, no, like, no, I'm sure they might have, but yeah, because they only play regionally. You don't because okay. they don't want to pay for travel. They don't. Dude, these teams take buses everywhere. They're only right. going like between Pennsylvania and New York, like in Jersey and stuff like that. But yeah. Right. Pops right. and he was old. He was like forty five. What's he doing? I, Another guy. He should be an independent or single A. Him and Pedro and Tanaka. That's fine. And he was playing center field. I think right. <laughs> it's just and you know it's funny when he first met him. I thought he was like the assistant coach. 
I didn't realize I he was too. When he picked so, him up, yeah. yeah. So then, so then he's talking. He's meeting the players, and then when he's when he's when he had that conversation with him, I'm like, wait, is that the same guy you were just talking to? Like the coach is the player. Like I I, I was a little confused on that, but yeah, center field. <laughs> and then, the, so for the first time when they're going to see uh, downtown, we see Huff, the man. I guess that's the character Ted McGinley's character. You didn't like the way he was. <sighs> He was just, you know, in the beginning, he was fine. He, in the beginning, he played his normal, arrogant, pretty boy character, right? He played that role right in the beginning. Fine. I'm okay with that. But he, he became kind of crazy throughout the rest of the movie. And like, he, he was so unhinged the rest of the movie, like over the top, like the, he has like a bag of seeds in his mouth all the time. (laughs) He's spinning. I, it just. It was just like they made a cartoon character out of his character. I feel. And See, it was just, that, I. I loved it because you, you loved saw it. somebody like going insane, and he was like so funny in the two games that they played. You saw him one time, and he's like, "Yeah, boys, we got this, boys. Yeah, yeah." And then the next time, like not like the complete opposite. You guys suck. He was so unhinged, and yeah, you could see the 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 regression. Like he was going backwards from the minute you meet him at the at the barbecue, whatever the hot dog place, to the end of the movie, he's slowly becoming psychotic. Like and 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 it, compared to you know um, the other guy who's so relaxed, he really is reserved the entire movie. Oh, Gus, like is great. Yeah. He doesn't sweat at all, and he's just calm, like super calm the whole movie. Which I don't know how he does it. Like you know. Yeah, and I guess they sort of know each other in a way because within seconds, uh, sort of know each other. Bang, he knew his girlfriend in sec- I Well, yeah, I wrote that down. I go, how did he even know he wasn't? <laughs> he wasn't even with her. Like he, he literally put his arm around her as he's standing next to her, ordering her hot dogs. He walks over, puts his arm around her, and walks away with her. <laughs> yeah, you like so. you watch baseball. I man, I manage a little team, Minnesota see, Twins. Ever hear they- him? Did they ever explain their background at all? Because clearly there's like, did they fight over the same woman years ago? And, you know, like Bacula one or something like, like there's something more than just, you know, I know they could have done a little bit of some kind of, or just uh, bring it up. Like, backstory. you know, like say like, yeah, like he could have said, yeah, I've, I've known him a long time because I stole his girl back in the day or something like that. Like he could have yeah. told his girlfriend, like he didn't say anything. So like, you don't know why their rivalry is so, you know, or Doran could have been like, oh, he's still pissed about when you struck yeah. him out back in yeah. 82 or something. Like, yeah. give us like one of those things. But yeah. Yeah. So that I, I do love right away when you see downtown. And I think their relationship between downtown and Gus is so great throughout the entire movie. Because when he first sees him, he's like, what do you think of him? What do you think of him? And he goes, I don't think he's ready for the show yet. And he was like, kind of like, whoa. Well, he goes, no one, oh, no one talked to him like that. Yeah, no, I think that's what he finally appreciated when we saw the evolution of him at the end. Yeah. But when he's like, when I was a kid, I had three of your oh. cards. <laughs> and he goes, oh, yeah? He goes, yeah, and then I traded him for a player to be named later. <laughs> it's like, damn. Yeah, he dug at him. I mean, yeah. You know what? He played that role really well. Um, uh, And yeah, no, it's, you know, I just, I just question, though, a guy that's been in the minor leagues for so long who's a pitcher, not even a, 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 is he a hitter? Like, is he, was he Who? a Gus? Yeah. 
I'm sure he was just a pitcher. Okay. So how the hell does he know anything about batting and, and if this guy is ready? Like, you know, he, he, they made him sound like he was an old, like, I almost feel like they shouldn't have made him a pitcher. Like, Gus should have definitely been, again, like, you know, last time he was the catcher who, who you know, Berenger, who, who. Oh, Tom Berenger, yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, like, to me, a pitcher, how much about batting and fielding do they really know? Well, maybe not about fielding, but they know, they got to know batters. They throw to them. They have to know, like, okay. the mechanics and what guys are looking for and how to pitch to a guy. They they may know. They're not going to know the mechanics. They're going to know the mechanics of how to swing a baseball bat. No, not about how, well. These guys are at the level they should know how to swing by a bat by now. You tweak at people's at bat when they when you get to the pros. A hitting coach is there to say, "Hey, you're doing this little thing here." Not like how to fucking swing a bat from the start. Okay, the these these base these pitchers in the pros can't hit for crap. So for the, for for him to be telling this kid, you know, how to bat when he's clearly hitting home runs and crushing the minor leagues, but. What happened when he was I, just crushing home runs? I I, I, I understand, but I, I just feel like he was kind of overstepping his bounds a little bit. He's a pitcher. Wow. He's a, he's a, uh, nothing against pitchers. I was a pitcher. I pitched, but every pitcher just uh, turned off, turned off the podcast. <laughs> yeah, but all the hitters started listening to me. So, <laughs> yeah, this guy knows me. <laughs> this guy gets it. Yeah. This guy gets it. <laughs> <laughs> so how about when he offered him the job he goes i want you to coach the, the buzz and he's like i don't know i want to take a year off and maggie jensen daggett oh. again their relationship they've been supposed to be together for years and they're just like engaged she's like you should take the job and i'm like wow she's like she said it like three times i'm like Okay, she wants separation. Well, not only did she say it three times, but didn't she make a remark like, "If you don't take it, what else are you gonna do? Like, you don't have any other skill." Yeah. Like, and then that's what that's what got him. Like, kind of like she it was like, I, I don't know, that, yeah, yeah, I don't know if she did it on purpose, but it came across like that, and that's when he really she she was adorable, by the way. Like she like oh she's she, I oh, I like her and I loved her and Jason takes Manhattan. oh yeah that's like but she but she reminded me of Renee Russo like it was the same kind of character. You know what? Yeah, same kind of hair too, and yeah, the yeah. way she dressed, even. Yeah, yeah. that's oh shocker. They're they're, they're, they're they're taking things from the first movie to try to make this one better. <laughs> it's sequels. That's what we do. So then we finally get, like you said, pops. Bacula flies in. He lands, and uh, he gets picked up by a bee, a giant bee. Yeah, I was a little confused by <laughs> that. Right off the bat, I was a little confused. What's going on? <laughs> and pops. And then we get the. Then he meets all the guys. He meets uh, Lance the Dance, and he meets the the Californian bro Hog, and he says, "What's up?" And the whole movie, every I feel like all of his lines are just those phrases. They shoehorn every calif. But I don't get it. He talks like that, but his name's Hog. And and honestly, I, I thought when he first started talking, he wasn't talking with that until he met the coach. When he was introduced to the coach, that's when the California Sunshine Boy, Sunshine Boy, came out. But before that, he was talking normal. So I don't know if he yeah. plays like I, I don't like he's a he's kind of a weird character in this movie. He like, is really weird, and then he has a cool evolution. Oh, so yeah. there are some characters within a silly comedic baseball movie. There are like actual character arcs for so many different characters. A lot of movies don't even think about all of that. Like a lot of movies that we cover that we say. 
this movie sucks or this movie's not good. They don't even think about that. But a lot, every one of these characters, not like the ones that returned, they have all these little like peaks and valleys. It's pretty cool. Yeah, they do. You know, I, I'm trying to think of where I saw that before. Oh, that's right. In the first movie, when Vaughn wanted to pitch to the the guy that looked like Don Mattingly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, right. I never, I don't, I've never seen that art before of a guy that doesn't want to pitch someone who eventually does pitch to them. That's you know what? <laughs> very creative on their part. I got to tell you, yes, that was very good. <laughs> but it works, Carlos. Listen. Oh, <laughs> It's the same exact thing that happened in the first movie. Exactly. Uh, it really was. Not only, not only are Rube Baker, Pedro in a little while, and Tanaka back on this team, Bob Uecker, he got fired by the Cleveland Indians, and now he gets picked up by this, the Buzz. He's doing these games. He, he's that good. This, he's that good. Seconds, within seconds, he does an ad for Diet Coke. <laughs> He he's a little out of control. This this movie, like he's like I I and and I think? I do think the guy next to him like is funny just on the side, like because he doesn't say a lot of words till later on, and he's just like realizes what a lunatic Bob Uecker is. Like he really is a nut job. And it's you're it, talking about not the AAA guy. You're talking about the oh, guy yeah, oh, that yeah. yes. looks like well, he's from the South that works for the Minnesota yes. Twins. I was talking about that. Yeah, the AAA guy doesn't say two words. At all. And he looks like he's 90 years old. <laughs> he just looks at him. He's he probably looks- like a producer, a hotshot producer, like Jerry Weintraub, one of those guys. And just like, I want to be in the movie. Yeah. Okay, but you can't say any lines. We're not putting you in SAG. And he's like, all right, fine. Well, I, you know, I, when 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 the first time I saw Euchre and I saw his sidekick for two seconds, like I wasn't really paying attention. And then in the back of my mind, I'm like, wait a second. Was that the same kid as the first one, but they made him look older? So I thought I, I well I, I didn't realize so then when I went back I realized no the guy's like ninety years old but like it would have been funny if they had the same kid who d- also doesn't say two words why was why was he not in this I know I what know what was he doing I, well, he's got a big career away from acting <laughs> <laughs> like really like I I hope we're not make, making jokes and something happened to him but Oof. why would he not be in this movie. Maybe he commanded too much money after his strong what was his support. Name? Was his name Tony or Robbie? He had a name like that. He's like, oh yeah, and he's like breathing into the bag. He literally. I don't think. I don't think he says two. Is he in a second one also? He's in both movies. Yeah, he says like one line. I think in, at the end of each movie or something. Well, it is hard to get a line in with Euchre. I mean, he's just he just. I wonder how much is is ad libbed with him because he really. I'm just, sure it's all of it because he really just goes. I mean, he's so smooth with his lines. It's great. Yeah, and then we meet the rest of the team, uh, the Juan Lopez's. Well, Doc, Doc, okay. who looks like Jim Gaffigan. He does. He looks like Jim Gaffigan. Like, now Jim Gaffigan can play that role. But he is introducing all the players because uh, Gus is looking at the team, and it's like Juan Lopez and Juan Lopez, and they pull, one pops their head and then the other one. Well, no, 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 no. Before he, they popped ahead, he goes, wait, you have the same guy playing two positions? Because they have the same name. <laughs> And yeah, says, yeah. No, no, but I didn't like Doc either. At first, I didn't like him. He was annoying. Like he was until like I realized his purpose in a movie. But yeah, he's another one. He looks like he's in his 40s. Like he looks he old. should be in a or independent <laughs> baseball. Like somebody that has just been in the game forever and wants to keep playing because they love it. Not because they're going to go to the show, which is triple A people. And why would you possibly keep someone on the team who throws less than fifty miles an hour? That you're you're t- you're talking you're talking about like 
lit- like little league, like third, fourth graders. Like, I mean, you're not talking about really what eighth grade, maybe throw 50 miles an hour. So, yeah. I mean, like, why would you keep this guy in the team? This is, this is again, this is the minor leagues. Let's, let, let's hold a roster spot for him. Yeah, not even the minor leagues. The fact that Rube, they can't afford a radar gun, so he bought one from this California or the Highway State Patrol at an auction, and it doesn't clock anything under fifty. <laughs> that might have been the one funny line that I thought it was funny, because then that then everything made sense there. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, so he, he how many is like one, one, and one. Two. Well, you go and the, he, the doc was insulted. He says, I don't want to, or something. He doesn't. And then he goes, you want me to call you one three? Right? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. So he goes, I really think that would take away from their identity yeah. as who they are. See, he was he has another one that's really funny later in the movie. Oh, no, he is annoying, but that's who he is. But when he has the one about Rube yeah. later, oh, yeah, yeah. shit. I, yeah. That, that was really funny, that whole part. Yeah. So then what does Gus do? Because the two brothers fight each other. He puts a... <laughs> Yeah, bungees on them. It's like a leash or a bungee on them or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that so would they work? Don't hit each other. Yeah, I mean, besides <laughs> like pulling your back out and like breaking a rib, like you know, do you think that would work? <laughs> I think so. Because I when mean, they fall oh, so when, hard when they run because they're running as hard as they can. They get yeah. yanked back so hard. Like I, I think it would have been funny if like one of them like broke a rib and like they, they can't like oh. yeah, all right that doesn't work. <laughs> Go to plan B. <laughs> All right, the one we we don't have to worry about calling one 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 or one two. <laughs> one. That makes things a lot easier. That's <laughs> so. Then another person that's back from the first two movies, the assistant manager for the Buzz was the assistant manager in the first two movies. Same guy. Interesting. I'm like that guy looks so familiar, and then I'm like, eh, that's does he him. talk? Does he talk in a movie? Barely. He doesn't talk a lot. <laughs> There's there's quite a few characters in the movie that really don't say anything. Oh, the most of the teams don't M- talk. Most of the team, but most of the players. I, I mean, I think maybe one I mean. of the. I think one of the wands talk. Maybe I think maybe during the fight that was the only time they they talked. Yeah, like maybe. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, and you know, it's it's kind of strange. I don't know the players who play the position on this team. Like I feel like there's only they only focus on four players, and that's it. So like I don't know who's the third baseman. Do you know who the third base is? Uh, Lance the Dance. Oh, that is I'm pretty sure it's Lance the Dance. All right, then who are the two outfielders besides? I mean, well, who are the three outfielders besides? Well, uh, well Pedro to okay, later, okay. it's Pedro Tanaka, and then I guess downtown because yeah, downtown. downtown doesn't play second right. or short. So, okay, no, those are the ones, I guess. Uh, second and third, second that's what I mean. Short. Yeah, yeah, okay. All and right. Pops is at first, so I guess, yeah, I guess downtown has to play the outfield. Okay, I'm guessing, yeah, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get what we mentioned before how his pops an outfielder because he can't run he's fat he's overweight gus buys him a gift he buys him a first baseman glove and i love when he's like well here here's here open it and he goes this is the first baseman glove that's exactly what the guy at the sporting goods store told me <laughs> and this was the moment that i realized that pops was a player because he sat down <laughs> there and he took his hat off he clearly looks old and yeah. um and he gets a gift. So I'm like I'm thinking like all right, he's getting his his coaching staff Retirement? a gift. Yeah, or no, just coaching staff a gift. And then realize he was like, oh, that's a set. That's your center fielder. Like I didn't realize yeah. he was a player. 
<laughs> but you know what? He he's a, he's a likable character too because you know what? You can see like the the the, the sadness in his eyes that because he goes no he goes no I've been around the league a long time. Tell me how tell me tell me the truth. Yeah, you're fat, you're old, and it's something you can't you can't run <laughs> yeah. anymore. Or so, and you can see like the pain in Pops's eyes. Like, really, I'm fat. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, I thought I forgot that he was a player. I thought he was going to be like an assistant manager, like from that. But no, and then we get to the next game. We get the first, like, se- well, really the second clash between Gus and Downtown. Gus wants him to bunt the man over from first. He doesn't listen. Well, first he says, "Yeah, I'll do it." He goes, "You want me to bunt?" He's like, "All right." And then he hits a bomb. He hits a home run. And then my favorite part is when he's when they're celebrating after the game. So this is Triple A Dorn, rich guy has a private jet. They're eating. He goes when he's celebrating. He goes, "I want some food, turkey, potato salad, <laughs> bologna. I want it all." I'm like, "Holy shit, dude!" <laughs> like, what are they feeding these guys? And it was on like a like. Is somebody bringing that? Like, is that an away game? And somebody goes, you know what? Let's pick up the boys some food. Some subway bowl. Well, I, I I question that. Like, do do minor leagues get food after a game? Like, is it like I don't know if their budgets are so small. Like, do they all just go out to McDonald's or something? You know, is it like sodas after a baseball game? If you win, you <laughs> no, go they, they get sodas game? and they get orange orange slices. Oranges. <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's that's what they get. So it's one of the one of the teams like wives gives everybody a baggie of orange slices. <laughs> so then Gus is pissed. He benches downtown for three games. So then, uh, dude, this is the part we kind of mentioned. Wasn't before. it? Wasn't yeah. this a storyline in one of the in the first or second one that a coach asked the player to do something they didn't want to do it? They did their own thing. I, I don't think so because it, was really it wasn't Dorn. Weird. Nothing happened to um, Dorn or maybe no, uh, Rick was really the main player that they cared about in the first one. The second one. There wasn't Willie Mays Hayes? Like that. It wasn't Willie Mays Hayes? Did, did maybe he didn't do something? It was. I could have sworn this is a recycled thing also. That the coach asked uh, the player to do something. Well, that's sports. What do you mean? That was probably in a million bit movies before this. Yeah, of course it was. But again, I right, forget it. <laughs> this, this, it's reci- the third movie. I think it is Willie Mays Hayes. I don't think it's the first one. I feel like it's with Omar Epps in the second one. I feel like he wanted to become a power hitter. Sound, he goes, I, you might run like Maze, yeah. but you hit like no, shit. No, that was the first one. Well, he no, says the, the line in both uh, movies, but in the second okay. movie, he turns himself into a power. No, the first right, right. movie, he doesn't make the team until spring training. He runs. No, but, that's, but that's a line from the first one. You may play. It is. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. All right. But All in right, the whatever. second one is when he's like, I'm a power hitter yep, now, coach. Yep. Well, so because he changed his entire look. In the second he, one. Like, yeah. He did something. <laughs> so we got a plastic surgery. <laughs> but no, so then we get what one of my favorite parts of the movie. When another doc, when he's talking about when he goes, So Gus, I was talking to Rube, and he was telling me when he was a kid, a very mean minor league coach yelled at him, and I think that is what his transgressions are about throwing to the pitcher in first, second, and third. Can you take it easy on him? And he goes, <laughs> Sure. And he goes, if another ball goes into the grandstand, you're out of here. And, he, and dude. And he, and he all of a sudden he works. He plays great now. Just that one. Well, not for nothing. When he first meets him and he starts talking about his, his troubled arm, 
he goes to him. And he goes, well, listen, take a breather, you know, take a step before you throw it and then throw it for throw it down the line or something like that. And Ruben's like, oh, okay, I'll try that. <laughs> like, 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 no one's ever said anything like that before. And he throws it like so. Like, I mean, it's just it's just so stupid. His arc is so stupid. But then all of a sudden, now he becomes a great catcher because his li- his job is threatened. Yeah, you know? he, good thing he didn't listen to Doc. If he yeah. was calm with him and maybe followed that method, maybe he was just being coddled ever it, since that. Why age. is he called Doc? Is he a doctor? Is oh, a, I'm sure he is. Is he a wannabe doctor? Backstory. <laughs> You know, I like Rube as a character. He's like, you know, like a big baby, like, you know, like, a, like a young, you know, like, I don't mean baby that way. I just mean like, he's like a young guy. Like, he's kind of like, he has a baby mindset. He's like baby Yui. He, he is. is a baby Yui. But they never show him batting. Like, the, he's a big guy. Like, I want to see Oh, him. he gets one hit. He gets one hit in the final game. But that's it. He does? I don't even remember. No, he doesn't get like that huge moment, which is like, for his character, it should have been. Okay. Should've yeah, there weren't, there weren't, there weren't, I mean, there weren't, I there's only three people that really start hitting the ball. And I feel like Tanaka and uh, Serrano have the same exact hit. Every time they get up there, they have the same <laughs> line drive hit every time they're up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so then in the next scene, this is where uh, Gus is like, Oh my gosh, please. God, can you just send me one baseball player or strike me dead? And then he gets hit with the baseball in the back of the head. He drops. And that was the one in the trailer that was just before it said major league back to the minors coming next summer or whatever. And then he wakes up Pedro Serrano. <laughs> why is he there? Just out of the blue. Well, why? Because he said, God, please send a, a hitter or oh, yeah, a player. He, he is friends with God in the second one. I forgot. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, he changes ways. There's no more voodoo. Although somehow. Uh, okay. Okay. So you're telling, I mean, what I, I I, I have to bring it up now just because we're talking about Pedro. Sure. So, so you're telling me that somehow Joe Bull, a doll, <sighs> yeah. found its way from the Clevelands to Minnesota in a locker room. His 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 cubby. <laughs> just happened to <laughs> just happened to get there somehow. Well, Chucky is a doll who bleeds. And actually, like, has sex in one of those movies. So I think Jabu can do that. He doesn't talk. He doesn't move. Yeah, but we, at least we've seen Chucky move. I mean, Joe Bull just stands there. With, he looks like Albert Einstein. Like, he's got this hair all over the place. Like, Albert Einstein He hair. looks like one of the Puppet Master dolls. If you I ever saw, seen... like, the second or third Puppet Master, we got to do one of those. No, i never seen he, any of them. It looks like that sort of, like, that kind of face. But, uh... I was so teased in that part because I wanted him to use it. I wanted it. Why? They've used it so many times. It's like, again, it's such a recite. It was again. No, in the second one, he says, Jabu, screw you. I'll do it myself. You know what? Listen, it was a small cameo that did not need to be in there. Instead, they have the stupid hoods. So, I mean, again, to me, there was way too much nonsense between Tanaka and Serrano than anything else like i feel like if you take out some of that stuff it's it's a better movie but it's still not a good i said better not a good movie (laughs) maybe jabu's family were watching this movie and they're like you're in it (laughs) you're in it mom listen i have one scene (laughs) okay it's quick but i am in it (laughs) is that is, is it the same doll from the first movie like it looks pretty big. I would like, hope it, so. it, it looked I a little bigger. You probably <laughs> can get it on. I'm sure you can get it on eBay. 
<laughs> I want that one. I think it will fit perfectly them. right behind you on your on your. Yeah, it, it really would. All I right. would love that. We got to. Hey, I, I must. I, I was gonna say, if anyone has a Joe Bull doll out there, please let us know where you got send it. Send it. Oh, dude, Twitter at sequels only. I'd love it. <laughs> so then he goes, I must have been out for a while because it looks like Halloween. What you mean? And then boom. And then I'm like, again, this is where I write it down. Triple A teams wouldn't pick up randoms that like just show up at all. And then we get our first like uh montage. There's a lot of montages in this movie. First one, then we see the Lopez brothers do a double play. Rube throws the guy out at first base after a bunt, and uh, the buzz are now in third place. They're buzzing along, and now they're buzzing along the highway, and they see they having to go past, of all the roads, Tanaka's mini golf course. Well, it said Taka, right? Did it say Tanaka? Well, that's his first name, yeah. Oh, it's okay. But it says- His name's Taka Tanaka. Taka Tanaka, but his whole family owns it, right? Because his whole family was saying goodbye to him. <laughs> Right. Wait, so not only were they saying goodbye to him, they can in seconds they convinced him. He says, I know happy here. <laughs> Wait, how hard did you laugh? It reminded me of our Turtles three when remember when they did like some kind of remember when the guy spoke in the ancient Japan and oh, I know you couldn't say. under remember the subtitle he spoke perfect I, English. Yeah. And then later the girl goes, I can't I can't understand you. How about this? When they, when he spoke, you had subtitles. When they spoke, it was Japanese. You know, yes, it's a fun. You know, here's the problem with that. So that is a funny joke. Like that is a really funny joke, but not for this movie. Like that to me, like that's that's like that's for like a Naked Gun. Like that's for like a spoofy movie. Like to me, for a movie like this, it's like it's such a spoofy kind of thing to do. I felt like it doesn't go. (laughs) Like it is funny, but it just doesn't. I feel like it doesn't doesn't flow with this kind of movie. Yeah. But it was funny, and and I mean, I mean, I've been to miniature golf before. I've never seen anyone walk around in costumes. He's passionate, and not even a walk around in costumes. Wouldn't they be like, "Hey, I know we have a we have to get back on the road, but go change." He goes, "No, I'm going to dress like a pirate onto your bus." And I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, I know he's listen. If he owns it, owns it, he could he can hire anyone to dress up. He he doesn't speak English, so you're gonna have a pirate that just speaks Japanese. Uh, and then they play turning Japanese. I don't know. Did, did they really? Okay? I didn't, they did. I, yeah, for a oh second. Oh my yeah. goodness! I think when the bus is taken off, they played like probably like seven seconds, and so they have to pay for the whole song. But yeah, a different time back then. What can I tell you? Different time. Different. Well, I mean, and then we think about what what Serrano was wearing. Like some some of the Garby wears in this movie, it, you know, like it, it, it's like very not American, I guess. Like it's very what yeah. is it? Like what is well, it? Well, he wears like African. He wears African. Yeah, but he doesn't. He didn't do that in the second movie. He 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 kind of got rid of all that stuff, and now he's going back. Well, he to, went godly. Okay, so why is he going back to his old roots? Maybe something happened in between. You know, going from the Cleveland to Minnesota. Well. What was he doing after Cleveland? Maybe he's had a rough time of it. Well, did they even explain what he was doing when not yeah. not working? He no. just showed up. Maybe showed Dorn up. called. They could have been like, "Oh, D- Roger called me and said you need a." This well, he asked God for help. Maybe he was sent from heaven, and he's a ghost, and only uh, the coach could see him. <laughs> could you imagine that? <laughs> I don't know. That's, see, that would have made a better movie. 
And he, ne- and, and he never bats. And he never all. bats. He can never go to the police. It's like, it's like we're looking at a fight club kind of thing. Like only, and so, six cents. Six cents. Yeah. So maybe even Tanaka might not even be there. <laughs> so he, he keeps seeing these things. You know, people go, they always bat one after another, and they're always hit the same exact hit every single time. Maybe like this whole movie, Gus is in a coma after he gets hit in the head, and the rest of the movie's not even real. You know what? Now we're getting He's somewhere. Dead. Because you think about it, <laughs> Serrano and Tanaka, except for um, the, the catcher, don't interact with anybody except themselves. The whole yeah. movie. And and except for the one scene with uh, Baker, whatever, but he's an idiot anyway. So, yeah. you know, maybe he's the one that's coming up with this and he's talking to himself. <laughs> we got a whole different movie mind. here. We have a whole different movie. It's here. like the movie Identity. He like has them in his uh, subconscious. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> So then we get Ted. Then we cut to because the teams are winning now. Euchre's going nuts. Everybody's happy. And we cut to Huff and he's pissed off. The twins are sucking. He's yelling at all of his team. And now Dorn gets on the horn. He calls Gus and Maggie. He says, hey, you got a few days off. Why don't you come up and we'll go, you know, watch a game and then we'll go out to dinner. How about his painting of himself in the office? Well, in his box. And, and she was staring at it. Like she, she, she seemed, she seemed a, guy. I was say she seemed a little turned on by it. She did. Well, end of the movie. I'll mention it now. He does want to join them on their honeymoon. <laughs> he does. That's you know. I, <laughs> there, there, there's something more to that. I think there's something more to him. Remember how his wife was smoking oh, in the first one, and she was sleeping with everybody. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, all right. So I would have liked to seen her come back. Oh, that would have been a callback you wanted to her in this movie. See, I I don't know. I feel like that, like that, there should have maybe. She clearly didn't know who Duff was, but I feel like she should have. Like she, she should. You're calling him Duff now. What's his, his name? name's Huff? Huff, Duff, and Huff. Whatever. Same thing. You're calling him designated ugly friend. That's what you're doing right now. Wait, that's what Duff stands for. That's a Duff stance. Right? That's lame. All right. Anyway, I th- I feel like she should have been his ex girlfriend, and that oh. would ex- that would have explained everything. That would have been a nice little rivalry because that would have been. Oh wait, no. What? Wait, you're saying that that would have been the the. Well, I guess it's really not the full thing in Major League Two, but in a way, Beringer against the the rich guy. Yeah. That Renee Russo's with. So I guess it's not the same thing. It, no, it's, it's not because she just met him and they broke up. So it is there, like they, yeah. they, they have to explain their rivalry for some reason. And he really, it's almost like he's so more into like a rivalry against him than he is against Huff. Yeah. Like he, he almost like he doesn't care about Huff and just, he just can't deal with him back. You know, so Dude, Huff at this point is like when they're out to dinner, he is so delusional because oh. I don't know what their record is. I know at one point they were in last place. I don't know if it was during this part or a later twins montage, but he goes, yeah, you know what, Roger, if I can just get me a short reliever, we'll be good. And then here is, uh, I got to get a, this little clip here. This game is about nine guys. The full, full suit is way too long. The best nine guys who ever lived. They just got to work together. Gus's montage, man. Oh, nine sweet. guys that play together. That's, that's, that's so sweet. Nine guys working together as one. Come on. Come on. <laughs> um. 
<laughs> rah, rah, rah. I love that. I do. I love that. Oh, he's but, so annoying. Uh, oh, I love it. You're just going to have to trust me on this. You don't know what you're talking about. He's so, so. He plays a dick really well. Like I said, he's good always, at that. Yeah, always, always. Definitely is. But he went so, so over the top. Nerds. Okay, he's so over the top. I, I just baseball. Right? There's big league. See, and he's too over the top. Little league, and you, my friend, you are in the ladder. That smells a little bit like a challenge. Uh, well, if you're foolhardy enough to take it as Ooh. one, yeah. See, there, there's history here. They're, they're not explaining. Any, hour, any day, any week, you can my see guys it. will be on the field. Yeah, they they don't like each other at all. Waiter? And, they, and it's, clearly there's a past. And she you is saying, waiter, like, let's get the check. Let's get out of here. Same field. And Doran's not my saying anything. They're not going to He's room. loving it. Let me tell you something. If you had the first idea. All right, and then we learn the, the unwritten guy code. If you poke me twice in a fight, he's gonna right. break out. Is that? I don't remember reading that as a kid. When you read the, when you get to twelve years old, they give you the guy code uh, catalog. I guess I skipped that page. Yeah, uh, you know what? I uh, yeah. Although, I mean, listen. I mean, if he's that much in his face, but I mean, he did break his finger right in the beginning of that. I don't know how he. I don't know. I don't know how he threw a punch after that because he literally like you, <laughs> you. You see him crack his finger. You know, like you know. So, yeah. Um, yeah you know, we we questioned these players that were on the little league team, but why is he still a coach? Clearly he, he's not a good coach. His team doesn't respect him because they spit on his shoe multiple times in this, you know, in this oh, movie. Yeah, dude. So like, why is he still coaching? Like, why does Doran still have him as a coach? He should have been fired a long time ago. Yeah, no, again, I don't know why he keeps him around. Obviously he's the owner and he's in this position, obviously that he likes Gus a lot. So, which Gus, I don't know what a triple A manager makes, but Gus makes a dumb decision at the end, oh, I think. Yeah, you for think, me? You think? <laughs> <laughs> you know, listen, there's a there's a point when you 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 know you you he he's almost like he's treating this one season as like a little league season. And yeah. like he like yeah, we're not there yet. We'll get there. So um but yeah, yeah, like so, I don't I don't know why he's coaching. Like he really like he doesn't show any skill whatsoever. He relies on no. his heavy hitters. And that's all he does. Like he, they don't. He doesn't. Not once do they show you any kind of plan, coaching plan outside of shutting lights off. Like he doesn't have any plan <laughs> on any game. At least with 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 um, uh, Bacula, he you could constantly saying, "All right, bunt here, do this, do that." You know, shift over. You see that in every other movie. You see the coaching decisions. There's not one coaching decision he makes outside of the lights. Yeah, he just has the lights and Carlos Liston. No uh, one yeah, else, like, that's really. It, that's it. He does nothing else except he's happy with them when they're doing good, and then when they're not doing good, he hates them. That's that's the two speeds that he has. Yeah, but they clearly hate him. Like I said, they spit on his shoe multiple times. So Everybody hates him. How about the next morning when he gets the phone call, Roger goes, hey, I want to meet you. Come have breakfast with me. I want to talk to you about something. And... When he first walks in, isn't it like everybody's scared of him? All the other people eating are like, whoa, this guy's back. But then they all start cheering for him. And even the wait, the waiter goes, hey, the entire wait staff's rooting for the buzz. And it's like, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, I called the local papers. We're going to make it happen. You guys are going to play. And he's like, what are you kidding me? See, I feel like some of this movie is very Disney like i mean like just you know it's a feel-good movie um the yeah. good guy wins left and right in this movie like really like great he's literally a winner 
like like there's he doesn't lose at, at least like Berenger loses the girl or whatever. Like there was nothing of like he wins everything he did both games. Like it wasn't a rocky comeback. He literally was you know like crushing it and well respected, and everybody was cheering on him. It was a Disney movie. Like part of this was a Disney. Well, movie. it was a Rocky. It's exactly a Rocky because you think first game tie, second game. Well, was it a tie? Well, yeah, it was a tie. He turned the lights off when it was tied. Yeah, but they were about to win. No, it was the opposite. The buzz were still pitching, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, were they? Still- oh, yes, he was. Yeah, okay, but they were. So he he didn't want them to get the chance to bat in the extra. Right, that's what I mean. Right, so, so that's why he did it. Yeah. Okay. Because Liston was at the plate, so he didn't have confidence yeah, w- in his with guy. The, with the junk ball guy with Doc. With yeah, with Doc throwing fifty. Yeah. <laughs> no, not fifty. <laughs> at least forty nine. Because it doesn't register 50. (laughs) It does not register that. So we get the actual, like, the game's going to happen. So then when in seconds, you get the buses outside the Metrodome. And we kind of talked about this game a lot already. But, dude, the it's so cool. Like, I think you you talked about it before. The opposites of these two guys. Like, they are the polar opposites. McGinley and uh, Bacula, the way they, like, attack their roles. Like, I think perfectly polar opposite and i think that's what maybe that's why mcginley went so over the top because bacula was so calm and cool he couldn't go on, get under his skin so that's what it oh, was yeah. probably bothering him more than anything that no i well i just think he realizes that you know like bacula is much better than he keeps that mcginley keeps portraying him as so he's yeah. actually changed his team to a good team and he realizes that he's a better person than him i mean clearly yeah so i think that's what it was and and yeah you could start seeing like i think the restaurant is what started it um the unhinging and it's from the rest of the movie he's slowly becoming psychotic well he's super psychotic because when the i think it's lance the dance makes an error at third base on like a routine play the twin score he starts dancing huff and then he go and then he looks at the one extra and i swear this had to be improv I think all of his dugout things were improv because he looks to the one extra and he goes, hey, say hi to your mother for me. <laughs> and the guy giggled and he mouthed, say hi to your mother. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, yeah. You know what? I, I could see a lot of his, his dugout interaction totally being improv because, I mean, it was just so, like, again, him spitting and talking with all that, all the seeds. Like, it looked like he had a whole bag of seeds in his mouth when he's coaching. <laughs> it's <Great>. ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> So then we're talking about Carlos Liston. We talked about him a bunch, but he is just like Jack Parkman. There's really no guys. And I, I love baseball and I know this would never happen. Like having these guys that are like professional wrestlers almost in the sport, but man, a guy like Carlos Liston or the closest guy. Like when I think about his comparison, like Albert bell, like the way he swung and everything and just his attitude and the way he talked in third person, like the rock, like, that was so funny. You know, nobody uh, throws close to Carlos Liston. But you're gonna the the umps are gonna allow him to walk <laughs> to the mound and and like not even like attempt like even though he wasn't clear ready to fight yet, the fact that he was gonna walk to the mound and just clearly you know talk, that's ridic- ridiculous. And, and I love the fact, yeah. And if, I like the fact that like the kid, the, the pitcher is sweating because they they tell him to throw inside. And he's like, yeah. like the fear is in his head so bad. Uh, it was so funny. 
But you know what though? He, he goes, there, there must have been uh, some 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 dew, yeah. some some moisture, and Liston's like some dew. Yeah, some dew. So stupid. And then we get the CGI curveball that comes in and knock. I bet you if we watch that, if we go back to 97 and you and I watch that, I bet you that probably look good. Oh, it look, probably look great. But yeah. it, it looks so, you know, it is amazing how that works, right? You know, you see it the first time and it's like amazing. And then you watch it now. It's like, that is the most ridiculous. Like they couldn't do it real. Yeah. Like, like, why couldn't they do it real? I don't know. The first two movies, I don't remember any of that no, stuff. No, I don't either. They were really smashing the ball, I guess. I guess because they wanted to show that trajectory in the first two movies. you remember? They only showed hits at the bat. Right. And then they show it go right. over the wall. They didn't show that. So I think they wanted to get that perfect angle, I guess. I, I guess. But I mean, like, that's, that's where your money's going for the budget. <laughs> There's other areas they could have done, you know? So, um, no, it was bad. That was a bad, so clearly. Or getting real major league. I was thinking of this before, like for baseball to get a younger generation of like watchers and players, just think of the movie Little Giants and the people in that movie, John Madden, LT, Emmett Smith, the list goes on and on. Howie Long, Jimmy Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not do a baseball movie like that now? Because even those baseball movies from that era, they didn't have real players. Yeah. Right now, dude, do one with all the big names right now. That'd be awesome. No, and and listen, they they do it with basketball. I mean, they've done Space Jam, you know, which twice. Uh, yes, the second one. I mean, the first one when you see those guys out there and the first Space Jam. I mean, it was great. You know, the way they they played together. It was so yeah. like they easily could do that with the, yeah. And then listen, there's no there's no ending. They could do with tennis. Hey, it's Pete Sampras. It's like, who's Pete Sampras? <laughs> Wait, are you saying people don't watch tennis? <laughs> uh, we just lost the two oh, tennis man, watchers. Yikes. I love Pete Sampras' <laughs> wife. Who's his wife? Uh, uh, Vicky. What's from Billy Madison? His girl Vicky, and Billy Vicky, Madison. Vicky Vaughn? Vicky Vaughn. That's his Veronica wife? Vaughn. Oh, Veronica That's Vaughn. his wife in real life. So, okay. Yeah. All right. She makes a cameo. I'm down for a tennis movie. Yikes! <laughs> All right. I love you, honey. If you're listening. Oh, so you don't want uh, Anna, yeah. Anna Kornikova? <laughs> Wasn't she, she a tennis can, player? She can. She was a tennis. See, you don't know. Okay. Much about a, at, at least I brought a tennis player in. You're bringing a tennis player's wife <laughs> into the tennis movie. Now Agassi, Blake, Roddick, uh, Jen Capriati, Jen Capriati. She was a tennis player, the Venus was, yeah. Venus and Serena. So, you know, you're again, you mentioned the tennis player's wife for a movie. I'm mentioning players. Player. Are they called players? And I just mentioned Andy Roddick's wife, who's Brooklyn Decker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but are they are they considered players or yeah. athletes? You're a tennis player? Doesn't well, sound I don't Yeah, you well, I don't know what you call them, but that's, that's what I mean, like player? Well, you call a baseball player, football player, you know, hockey player. Is it a tennis player? Tennis That's... guy. Tennis Why is it? Oh, man, you're digging. <laughs> so, but okay, I don't think it's a player. I don't, I'm just, you know, doesn't sound right. I don't know. What do you call them? Well, you call a golf player? Golfer. Tennisser. <laughs> Why is tennis have to be so difficult? Why does that have to be so difficult, tennis? 
right. yeah, come on, guys. I mean, it's better enough that barely any. Out. It's better enough that no one really watches tennis. But now you can't. You got to make it difficult. Uh, <laughs> they, they switched off. <laughs> Say whatever you want about tennis now. They're, they're, they're right there. <laughs> <laughs> so then we got Euchre and the again the guy that's the Minnesota Twins announcer. Looks like he's from the South. He looks like he's from Alabama, like Colonel Sanders, Bear Bryant. Like, look at a guy like that. And I love when Euchre purposely knocks the drink all over him and he goes, Here's 20 bucks. Go get yourself another suit. <laughs> Their interaction, like, you could tell this guy hates Euchre the minute he says his first word. Like, yeah. he, his, the, 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 the disgust on this guy's face, just hearing Euchre is like, he's like, I can't believe this guy's an announcer. That's that's what's going through his mind, and then just their their rivalry. The rest of the movie is great. <laughs> oh yeah. So then downtown comes up. He hits a bomb to tie it. McGinley Huff is so pissed off, throws the ball off the wall, knocks himself out. So stupid. So stupid. And now we get listens up again. They bring in Doc. And I love that they play like the slow saxophone yep. music. Yep. <laughs> so slow. <laughs> and you know what's in. funny? Like Doc is so oblivious of how bad of a pitcher he is. Like he literally he walks out there like with no care in the world. Like he thinks he's a he thinks he's a major league baseball player. Yeah, he thinks so. He I does. don't know why, but he thinks so. Well, he almost strikes him out. <laughs> he almost strikes he, him. Oh, I know. He had to go because the pitch was coming down the 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 two strike pitch was coming down. And he kills the lights. Well, which, you would think, though, I mean, a major knowing that this guy's only throwing two really slow junk balls, that he would be able to time the third one. I would you think. You would hope so. You would think. Carlos Liston can do that, right? I, I, I would hope so. But we, we're never going to know because someone made a phone call to. Does that how it works? Kill him. Kill him. So, kill him. Is so, there a guy on the other end of that I phone? I was going to say. Like, just, does the manager of the Yankee, like, does Aaron Boone know the number of the electrical guy <laughs> and is there a guy just sitting there waiting to pull the switch like he says like, all right here's the call we got it and then you, 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 and it, and it shuts off every lights with one switch <laughs> one <Yeah>. switch <laughs> and pitch black like it, it like like it's you know i i even like at nighttime if, if the lights aren't on yet you can still see i mean well it's a dome so that does make sense it's a dome okay that it, was a dome that they used to have okay if is it going to be that dark in a dome with all the lights off, like they, they, yeah. they couldn't see anything. There's like, no light. Okay, okay. You're good. There's, there's no, there's no like, there's no windows or anything outside. No, no, there's no windows. There's no windows anywhere. So you're telling me be in somebody's office. Okay. Or something, so but... how did the the fifty thousand people that were at the game how did they leave if it was pitch black? There was a, it was chaos. <laughs> it was chaotic. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> okay. The beer ushers got knocked over. The popcorn guy. He, he he'll never forget that night. All right. All right. I'll I'll buy the fact that it's pitch black like that. That you cannot see the person in front of you. But I don't think one switch l- shuts off every single light in the entire not. dome. One switch. I hope there's like a backup one that you have to do just in case, because that could be like an accident. Whenever a guy leans back into it. Or falls and trips, drops something, knocks it over. No, I would also assume. I would also. Number. I would also assume there there would be a firing. Like there's going to be an investigation. Why do we have a power ad- adage? They realize there wasn't. They're going to find out this. It's some poor schlep who's just his only job is to control the lights, and it's going to go back to the, the manager. 
I think there's going to be a yes, whole process. If he would get canned. There'd Easily. be like a whole ESPN 30 for 30 on it. Okay. The the light switch. Okay. It'd be like a whole Netflix documentary, eight part series. But no, that guy would lose his job. Yeah, in seconds. In seconds. And I and I don't think it would take much for him to just who who gave you who gave you the orders? I don't think I don't oh. think I don't think they have to torture him to get the answers right. Yeah. I think he's gonna spill it in two seconds. Oh, I would. <laughs> so then we cut to Gus and Doran. They're at the bar. Did you notice something about them at the bar? They were wearing the same outfit. Were they really? The same suit, the same undershirt. It was so bizarre. The budget was small. That's it. But do you remember what where they were, right? The, right after a game, the game probably was it looked like they were, I'm sure maybe it was a night game or something. And then remember, remind you, it's in the middle of the season that they're doing all this. The bar that they were at was a country bar in Minnesota. You, the girls at the bar that Hog was sitting on seemed like they were from Alabama. Wait, you can't have country bars around the country? You can have country bars wherever you want, but the people in there don't have to dress country on a Tuesday night. <laughs> well, maybe it was country night. <laughs> Tuesday night is country night at the bar. <laughs> and then this is the perfect part. Not only is there a country bar in Minnesota, now we get Tanaka and Serana singing Oye Como Va and Doran's dancing, and then he falls. So, wait. So, they were, you know what? I now I wasn't even thinking about a country bar before. So, they were th- singing Santana. So, you have, you have, you have a voodoo doctor. A Japanese guy who doesn't speak English singing a Spanish song at a country bar. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That makes sense. I'm sure. And the- this looked like the bar that Gus met Dorn at. But I'm like, where is this minor league team? Like, they're usually not in the same state. For for the most part, they're never. They're usually in it somewhere else. So maybe they're, but- they're down south. But they took a bus there that fast that they were drinking that night. So that means they had to be in Minnesota at a country bar. All right. They filmed it in South Carolina. Okay. Doesn't mean much to the story. No, it, no, it doesn't they help. They were close, but they were close. They must have been close enough that they're like, we'll take a bus there. Yeah, okay. But South Carolina isn't country either. I mean, it's more, yeah, country, it's than, country. It's more country than Minnesota. But that's... I love you, South Carolina, but you're a little country. You are. You are. And and like I said, I mean, if it was a true country bar and you have all like true country people at the bar, they're going to absolutely hate that karaoke. Oh, <laughs> they, they'll go kill, kill the power. They, 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 you would think they would be like, what do they have? Like in those movies that they have like the, f- the fence fencing up the wire fencing and people throwing bottles at the fence. <laughs> yeah. Like the double deuce in uh roadhouse. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So then this is where he goes, uh, Doran says, you know, people are loving downtown. They think he's ready. Who says that? Huff. He goes, well, he's not ready. But he's like, well, the ma- the Huff, the major league manager, twins manager said he's ready. So boom, he goes up. They have a weird thing. How about that, dude? When they're outside the bus and he's wearing the twins hat. So they must still be there because he's outside the facility. And the bus the is there. And, and the bus is there. The bus is still there. Yeah. 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 And right. he goes, his final line, he goes, I don't think you're ready yet. And he goes, how would I think that you would give me advice? I have more ounce of talent in my finger than you ever had in your whole career. And then he goes, thanks. Thanks for nothing. He literally 
and he goes that you're jealous and all that stuff. I mean, like he like he really tore him down. I mean, oh, and, and you know what? In trip uh, in, in true you know Bacula fashion, he was calm. He was still laid back, and he's like he really is like you know like as I was watching the movie, and, and I again I, I wrote it down. He's just a nice guy. He comes across like a really nice guy. Does he ever yell in anything? No, he plays the same. Like this is the same role, like his same demeanor and same role that he was in Necessary Roughness. Now I didn't watch and Qu- Quantum Leap. I didn't Quantum watch. Leap Quantum, I didn't watch Quantum Leap. Oh, but, it's a cool show. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but yeah, no, I, I don't think he does. I, I bet you he's like this in real life. I bet he's just a, like a laid back. Like he's almost well, like Ron Schmidt, who worked with him on NCIS. He said one of the coolest guys. So I believe it. I believe it. So then now the buzzer losing, they lost seven of eight. And Hogg says, Coach, we can't win without downtown. And then Gus does that does that great speech. It's about a team. It's not about one home run. Okay, hitter. hold on. And this we're talking about one step away from major league. And they're like worried about one player. Like it's such a little league kind of mentality that, that they have. I like know. it's just so stupid. Like because you know what they i would i would assume most players first of all most players don't care about winning or losing i think in minor leagues you know they yeah, would no, they would be so. like you know what good let's get rid of him so now someone else can step in and shine like i don't think they would really care if he he left like that's you know good yeah, but on this team who comes up tanaka gets that spot not a young 19 year old kid that's budding to go to the majors no this 45 year old uh mini golf uh franchise well you, you know what if if, if, if any if the move at uh, the video show anything he hasn't missed one hit i mean he got hit every single time he was up <laughs> he's perfect so he's <laughs> i think he was like four for four so <laughs> well remember in the second one he did run through a wall and catch the ball through the wall <laughs> that is true <laughs> he's got so and he climbed a wall too so he did those two things all in one movie <laughs> He, see, see again. He was a great character when he when he first came in the movie. He, in this movie, he he was just it was a it was like a clown clown character of his character. Yeah, like, yeah, it just didn't fit. It didn't fit. Now that's what they do in sequels. You know, we've seen it so many times. In that the second or third or fourth time you see somebody, they become a caricature of themselves. But that's the problem. They t- they take a side character and bring them further. And make a side character of that character, and it just doesn't go. Like again, it, yeah. it just you know what, you know maybe if Wesley Snipes is in the second one, and you and you kept him, you know, fine. But like, I don't know some of these kind of side. Like again, I, I feel like Serrano was great in the first two, and then just like he wasn't a character you really needed anymore. I wonder who else they tried to get back in this one. If they like asked Omar Epps because he kind of blew up after the second one. He did. That's when he had like the program. Uh, love and basketball, and then also Scream Two came out the same year. So. No, he made tons of, but you know what though? If he came back, I I don't think it would have made a difference because I still look at Wesley Snipes as as the character. Yeah, I don't. No, I know. I don't I'm just see saying Omar Snipes in '97 is not coming in this. No, no, Blade's coming out '98. So, oh, I thought he was in prison already. No, <laughs> <laughs> that's recent, man. Oh, oh, he recently got out. Wasn't he away for like? Yeah, he wasn't in prison for a long time. I thought he was. Wasn't he in there for like ten years? It was. It was tax evasion. <laughs> You're not going away for ten years for not paying your taxes. <laughs> He's had some country club prison for a little bit with Martha Stewart. Not anything too crazy. Okay. Okay. So then we, so then we, one of it, the the teachable moments that Gus does, he goes, "Here's how we can win. Each of us have knowledge. How about we just try to teach maybe the player next to us something." And it's like a big part of the whole movie because what do we get? 
on the team bus, we get Doc teaching. Because, again, this kid's in AAA. He's their ace pitcher. He only throws a fastball. He doesn't even know how to throw a changeup. So he throws one pitch. Now he's learning the curveball. How how does Doc throws 49 miles an hour? How does he know a curveball? Well, his curveball is 42. <laughs> like, is it possible to do a curveball that slow? Yeah, I think so, I guess. <laughs> and, and yeah, but see, now this is also where the hoods come in, which I, I hated this whole part. So stupid. I didn't like that at all. No. no, it was like, it was such a filler. Like, it was just not necessary. So, and then because uh, Gus does still care, even though what's the name gave him the business, he still cares. He has a little TV in the dugout that's covered by like a towel, and he's looking at downtowns of bats, striking out a lot. Well, he so knew. He's not he, a push he hitter. Knew. He knew. He knew. Yep. He knew. He knew. But you know what, though? And now what's I, happening? Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm saying right now, everything works. They started helping each other out. Seven. They won seven in the last 10. I think they're back in first place. And who's waiting in the room in his office? Downtown. But see, now, see, this, uh, this is what I was about to say. So now things are clicking without him. I almost wouldn't want him on the team again. Ooh. Well, you're, 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 you had to adjust your playing style, losing your best player. Now you're going to bring him back in there. Oh, this sounds like the Knicks. <laughs> it does sound like the Knicks. So, you know, you, you have to adjust your playing time based on the, the best player not being there. So now you have to readjust your playing the way you play because your best player is back. And who's to say that he's not going to leave again? You know, in two seconds, like, you know, like the, the, the team is gelling. Sometimes when you mix with a team that's gelling, <clears throat> the Knicks. Well, baseball is different. Baseball is a totally different sport. It's it very is individual. It is. But at the same time, I mean, look, they fell apart when he left. So, I mean, they didn't have that confidence until Gus gave that speech. And what does Gus do? He doesn't say, I told you so. He's like, I'm here to help you. No, there was it was a nice little moment, and the, well, you know, it's funny when he was started teaching him and helping him. There were moments when I thought he was going back to his old ways when he was getting annoyed at him, and then yep. you can see. But like, I feel like first of all, I get I want I would, I, would, I want to see how old he was in this movie because he he did his Who? Uh, what's his face Goggins Goggins. Like you, do you think he was young? I mean, he he looked young. I think he was young. He just looks older No, because you had to think. This is ninety seven. You think he's fifty five, sixty now? No, I don't know. You don't think so? He's been around a you long think time. He's fifty five. Well, I'll take a look. Okay. But uh, so so then we'll get into the next part while uh, while I look that up. So then we get the team training. Everybody's helping each other out. You get Lance the dance. He's uh, getting everybody to stretch up. <laughs> See, they, I feel like they overdid that character too a little bit. Like it's it's funny. <laughs> like and, Lance the Knicks. It is funny at some moments, and it's definitely funny what he does at the end of the movie. Um, but it just again, there was like just two, like the guys going to do ballerina. All the guys going to be doing ballerina on the field when they're practicing, <laughs> like stuff. You know, like I mean, I don't know. I don't know. He is wow. He's from Alabama. He was born in seventy one. Oh, okay. He's so 51 he's fifty-one years he's, old. He's fifty-one. So when this movie came out, he was man. He was twenty-six years old. Okay. All right. Fair enough. So he's, man, he always looked older. He always looked older. All right. 
anything in in next credit kid he's like honestly like usually high school kids are played by people in their mid-20s anyway so he was like 23 probably when that was filmed so okay pretty good fair enough so then we get downtown's listening he's driving the ball to right field and it's working and here's a scene that i couldn't wait to show you so after everything's gelling with the team we get this i don't even know this guy's the biggest asshole i've ever seen the local news reporter oh like, I don't even know what he was that let me get this going. Wait. When he comes up and basically talking shit to him, and I'm like, where would this guy be? He's a local I, news guy. You know, we we've seen this a few times in movies where the news people become very aggressive. Anything that even resembles a major league player. Well, now hold it right there. We got a lot of players on this team with major league caliber. Like uh who? Downtown Anderson? Yeah, for one. Well, you know, I, I heard Coach Huff say he thinks downtown's a mistake. He even went on to say, I think, that uh, he doesn't have any business in the big leagues. You know, once again, Leonard Huff has his head shoved up a body cavity that I can't mention on TV. Excuse me. So you disagree with uh, Huff's evaluation of Anderson? Not only do I disagree, but I'm not even sure that Huff, or for that matter, some of his own players belong in the major leagues. You know, yeah. to like the everyday people. Like it's one thing if they they do like those shame, shame, shames, and they're trying to you know get someone to talk. Yeah, you know it's fine. You be aggressive there, but I'm like a regular person. Like he Bacula is a regular. He's a coach. He's a regular guy. He's done nothing wrong. And just the attitude that the news guy gives him, we've seen it so many times. It's ridiculous. Like like in Rocky yeah. in Rocky uh, Five, you owe us an exp- explanation. You know, yes. you know, like you know, they're always aggressive to for people that. Should they should never be so like I don't know how they have I their know. job, <laughs> but what a dick! Yeah, and then I love Bakia. The perfect timing of it was Huff was in the office with Dorn at the same time, and this is where he issued it, reissued the challenge. And he goes, I think he did something with the lights, and I'd play them again. And I even put my one year set, which I don't know what he I, makes. I was gonna say, up. how much money could that really be? And and Dorn is like loaded. I could see Dorn just giving him money anyway. But like, yeah, I don't think that was too enticing. I just think, and yeah. I don't think that really is what enticed him to do it. It was just that he had no choice but to accept it. Yeah, the fact that he goes, he knew that every station in America would pick this up. I'm like, what? This local, it's a local station thirteen, <laughs> Dick. But the balls on that guy to actually, I'm gonna go back and put that in. But man, the fact that he says. What he does to like basically just tell this guy like, hey, you know what? Well, what about your team? You know, you guys only tied them. It's like, dude, they're a major league team. We're a bunch of schlubs. Yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. Right? How about the fact that they did tie a major league team? Like, it's like you know, like <laughs> exactly. how about like let's make this a positive news thing? No, let's let's just crank down harder. I mean, just so stupid. But he does put in the challenge. That's great. If I win, then I get the job as the Twins manager. So he was thinking about it then. So then we'll talk about at the end of the movie, what happens. Obviously it's a feel good story. You kind of guess what happens. But one thing that's, I didn't think about until you mentioned it before, but uh, we'll get to that in a few. Cause we're at the final game. Like that's, what's good about these like sport movies that they do sort of move quick. And like there, there's only like two, when this part started, there was like 25 minutes left. And I'm yeah. like, 
Is this the final game? Yeah, it does move pretty fast. I, I was surprised too because you told me it was like an hour and what thirty five minutes, something like that. Something but, like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, it, it does move because again, it's a lot of action. You know what? I didn't have a lot of notes in this one, this movie, because there was a lot of oh, yeah. baseball playing. So it was like, you know, um, I, I I thought his his bet was going to be if I win, my team switches places with your team. Your team goes to the <laughs> minor leagues. <laughs> Listen, if they Listen. beat him, why not? If they beat him, they should be up there. But, yeah. but I thought that was going to be, and then he would end up being coach and that all works out. See, that's a good ending. So, you know, yeah. But I do love his speech because in all these movies, they have great speeches. You got the, the manager in the first one, his speech is great. And then you get the old win one for the Gippers. Don't give him one yeah. of those win one for the Gipper. And he goes, well, Lou, he's not doing so good. <laughs> Tom Berenger's speech. And this one, his speech is so great because he's like, I can come out here and say, let's win it for you guys. And you guys can do this. I'm going to be completely honest. Win it for me. <laughs> if, I, if you guys do good, I win and I become the Twins manager. And he's smirking and smiling and everybody's feeling... Dude, he's so great in this. Movie. It was the first time he did something for himself. He asked for something. Like he hasn't. <laughs> he hasn't asked for anything this whole movie. So I mean, no, that was a good speech. He was honest with those guys. Like it said, he's like their dad. He's been honest with them from the beginning. So yeah, yeah. But I think that would have been cool if he if the bet would have been we got we 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 have a chance to be in the major leagues and knock those guys down. No, I like that. I like that a lot. And he he right away he's with the mind games with Huff. He goes, hey Huff, before we start the game. The guys over there, they're telling me they they really think you have a toupee. <laughs> See, uh, he t- he acts like he's like twelve because he believes everything. He has tantrums like he his char- That's why his character is so annoying. He acts like a five year old. And yeah, they had to do this to show how unhinged he's the rest of the movie because he looks even crazier with his hair going nuts. <laughs> yeah, and, and and you hear the audience like laughing at him, like. <laughs> But why would they be laughing? They heard the conversation. Yeah, <laughs> like they—you they, literally hear the whole audience laughing at him. Well, it is a really small place, and there's probably not a ton. Of, I do love that he—that was another thing I thought was cool that he said it's going to be at our place. I thought that was neat too. Well, no shenanigans. Started the game. No, no yes, shenanigans. No killing the lights. I don't think they have lights our- there. They probably don't even have lights there. <laughs> <laughs> so he felt safe. <laughs> yeah, we only play day games here. We can't afford lights. Dorn gives us baloney as a victory. I don't think we can. I think they do because do wasn't wasn't uh, the catcher using a lot of mayo or something like that when he was before the <laughs> he <laughs> was yeah way too much. God. <laughs> so then we get a uh, first match. So Hoggage. So here it is. This is why well, I know you can't change the movie now because we're at the last game. But we know two pitchers, no relief pitchers. It's really Doc is a starter, and Hog is their ace. But is Doc a starter? Because we haven't seen him do anything. We haven't seen him start, but I'm guessing he is because he's the only other pitcher. And they won seven and ten, and I don't think. Wait, uh, you think Doc pitching? Okay, you think Doc pitching is going to win any games? Who who else is on there? Where's Shoop? Listen, he's a he's an animal. The the our pitcher, he he pitches every game. Hog, Hog's an animal. Hog is an animal. He isn't. Yeah, See? hog isn't him. And he has his fans that have the hog noses and their fat bellies and they're rubbing each other. Well, they, I was. I thought Randy Quaid, Quaid, Quaid. It would be Quaid, right? Randy Quaid wasn't he in the Quaid, first yeah. one? But he was like the one of the. He was in the first, the first, first two. two. So that would have been funny if he was back. Also, you know, just a little throwback. See that? That's a funny cameo. 
Oh, you would have liked that one. Well, yeah. Joe Boo, no. Randy Quaid, yes. Randy Quaid. <laughs> I like a little Randy Quaid action figure behind me, too. That'd be good. <laughs> a little bobblehead of him. Yeah. <laughs> so then we well, get only Randy, only Randy Quaid today, though, the way he looks today. Like, that's the bobblehead. <laughs> of course. Of course. That and Why Gary Busey. Like, you need that and a Gary Busey like, book. <laughs> yes. Can you can you make bobbleheads of, like, I, want, I bet yeah. you. Could, I bet you could. That would a Gary a Gary Busey bobblehead doll. Now would be amazing. That'd be oh awesome. <laughs> you have to pay extra for all those teeth. I'll say that's nightmare fuel. That's that is nightmare <laughs> fuel. <laughs> so then we get the first time Hog is pitching to Carlos Liston. He uses the curveball, and then Carlos boom he hits it out. And then we get twins are up three, nothing already. And this is where they really cut. They don't show the runs because they show that they're up three Oh, then don't show a hit. And then we cut to downtown hitting a double down the line and on the board, it's four, nothing. And then it's four, two. And I'm like, what the hell is going on right now? <laughs> like, why are they not showing? Yeah. They, some of these like hits. Yeah. Yeah. I know. And you know, the whole downtown thing, you know, I, I understand what he was trying to do, but at the same time, is they also took his bat out of his hands. Like he's just hitting like line drives now. He's hitting, you know, well, he's pulling the ball. Yeah, I know, but uh, well, uh, 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 unless he needed permission, let's put it that way, to do what he used to do, kind of thing, you know. And I feel like, you know, the, yes, you got to learn the other side of hitting, but you know, don't take away what you're good at. Like it seems like he's only aiming for the doubles now. Well, he's just doing what they were doing in the majors was pitching on the outside and you can't pull the outside pitch. No, no I know. I'm That's just... what's calling them to pop up. All right. No, I know, but all and right. That, that opens up the plate for him because, dude, I love the end of it, which I don't. we'll get to. Really, because it's pretty quick. Oh, I don't No, I don't like the fact. I don't like the whole at bat. I like Bacula. Oh, yeah. And yeah. what he said, because it goes back to his speech of what he s- says in his speech well, about it, it just went in for me. You know what? Uh, the ending would have been better if they didn't already do it in the first movie. So um, I think what happens in the first movie would have fit better. What happened? Would, ha- would have fit great. What happened here? Oh, I know what you mean. Uh, and we'll talk about it when we get there, but yeah. So then we really just get like, so we have Lance, he has cheerleaders. He gets a hit. It's the top of the ninth. It's four, three twins. And then Huff at this point is talking so much shit. Like, it's insane that shit that he's talking. Yeah, but I don't think he and realizes this- what he's saying at this point. He because he's he's his hair seems to be getting worse. You know, his hair is all over the place, and he <laughs> yeah. just I just feel like he's just like he's in such panic mode that I don't even think he just knows what's going on right now. Yeah, because just before this, this is what I wanted to talk about. Like earlier, was it was like the fourth inning or the fifth inning, and then we cut to the top of the ninth, and I'm like, holy shit. They cut to and Hog's still in the game. Yeah, I know. It's the top of the ninth in a game. For Bacula, that is so important. He must have no other pitchers. He doesn't. There That's must the thing. be no other ones. And, you know, they didn't show any kind of, like, back and forth of, like, all right, now they're winning, they're losing. They're winning. Like, there was no – so, there, to me, there was no excitement. Like, there was, like, you know, no. like, on the edge of the seat. Like, this is the big game. And it was really, like, all right, we're catching up, and then we're going to win. Like, it was, it, there, wasn't a, there wasn't that rocky moment of, like, you know, getting hit a few times and then coming back. Um, it was just it – was, it was a blah, like, last game, I thought. Yeah, no, I hate it. The I only like the what Bacula says. Right, right, right. But anyway, we get the whole exchange between Hog and 
because uh, Carlos hits two bomb home runs that are foul. You know, Gus comes in and he goes, hey, if you want to walk him, you can walk him. And he goes, no, I want Carlos Liston. I think it's time for a little chin music. But see, he, his face of nervousness was clear as day when he hit those two foul balls. So what oh, yeah. What made him get all tough within that walk to the, the mound? Because <laughs> he know. clearly became a different pitcher just when he says, do you want to walk him? And then all of a sudden he's like, no, I want to take him. He'd been running Maybe from this guy. Was, <laughs> I know. <laughs> Maybe it was like being questioned about like, hey, you, you can walk him if you want. Like challenging his manhood. But I love his strategy. And he goes to Ruby. He goes, you get the ball back yeah, to me yeah, as yeah. quick as possible. And then he used like probably something that Doc taught him about a baseball. I have this because when he throws inside, it's not even that close to him. But he gets pissed. Oh, he shit. runs out. He has the ball and he holds it up. He goes. I could throw a hundred mile an hour basketball from this place. I could take your head clean off. And Carlos Liston was like, all right, you're right. But how come he didn't think about that when he's walking off the mound and going into the dugout and he drops the ball? <laughs> like I thought, I thought, I honestly thought that the minute he drops the ball and he starts walking, like the guy would come out of the dugout and like tackle him. And it would have been like a little <laughs> brawl, you know, like something, you know, because they could have had a brawl. They, I think they brawled in other movies, right? Didn't they brawl? Did yeah. They, yeah. So yeah, but that didn't happen. No, they fought in other movies, yeah. Right, so they, they kind of took... Like, I feel like once he struck him out, his character was done. He's like, it, you don't hear about it. Like, it, like, it would have been funny, like, I think if he... It, it, he goes, all right, and he forgot about the fact that he dropped his ball because the whole his, his weapon was the ball when he's, you know, and then he comes out chasing him and he he ends up running, a, you know, jump, running, a, climbing a wall like he was told <laughs> to do or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, the first one, they all fight each other. Oh, Dorn true. fights uh, well, the, the, on the... The brothers field. fight in this movie. They do fight, yeah. <laughs> so they have fights in all the movies. Okay. <laughs> so now we get, uh, dude, I love, how about when Tanaka walks uh, Serrano up to the plate at the same time when he gets the hit to to tie it? Erdo, he just hits a single to get on base. Uh, Euchre is wearing the sheet <laughs> in the booth calling the game. Well, the guy goes... Don't tell me you could see through there. And he's like, "Yes, Tanaka takes two strikes." To, 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 like, like, he's doing a play-by-play with the hood on his head. Yeah, <laughs> so stupid, so uh, dumb. And then you, and then you get downtown learning to be a team player. He goes to Gus. He goes, "What do you want me to do? You want me to bunt him over?" He goes, "No, swing I want for the you fences. To go downtown." Yep. You know, I didn't. I didn't. I. This is why I didn't. I, I didn't like it. I think the ending would have been better if he was told to do that. Because it's obviously a crazy thing to tell someone to do at, at a game like this, but he ended up bunt, bunting because he knows that was the right thing to do, and yeah. he, and that that he made the choice to bunt, not being told to bunt. You know, he became he officially became a team player, and but because they used that in the first movie, that he couldn't do that. But I think it would have fit perfectly with this 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 arc. Yeah, and no slow mo in this movie. Nothing because you know what pissed me off too about the last at bat. Obviously, he's swinging for the fences, so he goes down 0-2. But nothing else after that. Like, no, it's 0-2. Maybe you get like a close strike that they call a ball. No, it's 0-2. You're a major league pitcher. Let me throw it right down the middle. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, it, there was, there was. that's what I mean. There was no like excitement. There was no hype. There was no they like. didn't draw it out. There nothing, was nothing. Nothing. And then it, the movie ends. It was like, it was yeah. like, uh, yeah. Huh. No, right from there, we cut to uh, Huff. 
he's having a little nervous breakdown. He goes, I'm not a Yankee or a Red Sox. I'm a damn buzz, a bumblebee. And then you said this earlier. So he spits all over. All the players are spitting on him at this point. And then I'm like, man, he's going to be the manager here now. But then when Gus in the next, like a minute later, turns down the job, he goes, I want to be at the triple A level. That guy's still going to have that job. You can't have him be the major league I know, manager. I know. They don't respect him anymore. Yeah. See, I, I would have thought that Gus would have taken the job because now he could bring up the players he feels that he could train at the at – the, Who's he going to bring up? There's only – he bring up downtown. You're not going to bring up a 45-year-old pop or Doc <laughs> or Hog who has two pitches or the Lopez brothers. Uh, Why not? They just beat a major league team. They did, but the twins suck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I don't think he or would. If they I, did take the team over, do like a mid credit scene, and uh, whose buddies on the back of the bus? Carlos Liston and Hog, and Carlos Liston goes, "Cool, dude," or something like that. Yeah. And 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 what's his face? Uh, I was gonna say Buzz. Um, the McKin- Huff. Huff. He's like the water boy. Oh, he's like yeah. you know he's like in a, or you know something like he's just doing a degrading some kind of like you know role for him. And that'd be perfect. Like he's like the in Back to the Future, you know. He's like washing the car. Oh yeah, he's washing the car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> See, that would have been a good. That would have been a good like little ending for him. But yeah, so he turns down this job that probably pays. I don't know what managers are making back that nowadays. Over like, okay, but it's making bucks. way more than he was making in minor oh, leagues. So yeah, I don't know. And does she work? She owns that bar. Okay, so she has money. Okay. So I guess he's set maybe. I guess, I don't know what he's doing, but so he loves doing that. And then they go, uh, we're going down to Miami to catch our plane. And he's like, plane? What do you mean? He goes, we're going on our honeymoon. And then the last line of the movie is, he's like, hey, do you mind if I join you? I'm like, is this guy a swinger? But, <laughs> and are they married? I thought they were engaged. They were engaged. So I guess maybe they... Yeah, how are they on their honeymoon? <laughs> That's not how that works. Were they definitely engaged too? I thought they were. They were. Dating. Yeah, they said they were engaged for like a. F- okay. Yeah, they've been together six years, but I think he said they were engaged. Yeah, so I didn't hear that part. Okay. All right. Massa, that was Major League Back to the Miners. I'm so happy that we got to cover a baseball movie for baseball season. So maybe next year we'll do like Angels in the Outfield two or Sandlot two. Sandlot 2, one of those, but uh, we got to go to Jamie. Did I do any convincing to maybe recommend this movie? You know, I'm going to say no. <laughs> Absolutely not. I, I don't, I don't, I, I really, no, I, I didn't, I, like I said, there was no excitement for the games. There was no, it was Bad News Bears for adults, Disney version with just silly, silliness. And it, I just did not find it enjoyable, you know, I, I and again, I don't want to say I'm not comparing it to the first two, because this even if it was just a standalone baseball movie, I still would have felt the same way. You know, like I said, there, there was no excitement. I thought, yeah, Duff was I keep calling him Duff. Huff, Huff, Huff was so over the top um, playing crazy that it just he came across stupid and he's done better in other roles. Like he's always plays that, that guy. But in this movie, he just like, he tried to play it so over the top that it just felt stupid. I felt stupid watching it. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm sure you'll recommend it. 
Oh, because it's a touchdown movie. I honestly, I would say watch it not even for the over t- the topness, I the comedic of Tim McGinley, because I think he's really funny in the movie, like he's over the top. But I really, truly, truly love Scott Bakula's portrayal of the character. I think it is like so good. Like I wish everything else was a little bit better. I wish the final game was better because I thought his performance in a movie like this was great. So you think people should watch it just because Scott Bakula is a nice guy? He's great in this movie. (laughs) He's great. He's a, he's playing a nice guy. I mean, he's a ni- he is a nice guy. He's playing a nice guy, but to spend an hour and 37 minutes to watch Scott Bakula play himself. I, I don't know if it's worth it. Do it. Don't do it. <laughs> so that's it. And then, uh, yeah, so that's Major League 3, Major League Back to the Miners. And the next sequel, I actually did a Twitter poll because I kind of wanted Jamie to watch this movie called Max 2. The White House hero, but nobody voted for it. <laughs> Only like three people. Shocker. So that was would have been awesome. But uh, now they wanted to go with The Predator, the sequel. I don't know where it goes along the lines of the movie. I've never seen it. Uh, I know there's, I haven't seen it either, but I know the cast is pretty good. Uh, speaking of like uh, Papert, who worked on Key and Peele, uh, Keegan Michael Key's in the movie. Uh, Thomas, God, what the heck's his name from Deep Blue Sea? He was on Hung. I can't think of his name. Uh, Olivia Munn is in this movie. There's really a bunch of people in this movie. And next week's guest actor, not even just his acting roles of Gary Chalks, but his voice credits are unbelievable. He has like over 450 credits. He's acted with, we just covered him in Freddy vs. Jason. So he has some great stories about how great it was working on set, like with Ken Kiersinger, and working with Ronnie Yu, the director, so he had some funny stories about that. And really just his voice acting and how it all came to be. God, the guy was just so great to talk to. And uh, yeah, so The Predator, oh. uh, it's going to be great to watch it because we've never seen it. Our uh, horror sequel expert will be back for his first time. And that's Chris Egan for the first time since, wow, uh, Hellraiser. We're going to watch like Hellraiser 5? I think that's I, you know, I don't know what to expect from this movie, but I assure you it's better than the movie we just watched. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we'll see. We will see. We will okay. see. Okay. So, yeah. So don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast, follow us on all social media at sequels only, and don't forget to check out our website, sequelsonly.com. Good night. Good night. <laughs>